going on, people? This is Lecrae. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kel Mitchell. Picky one is that would be me. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brian Hooks. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole. Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev, on stage. Yo, what's up? This is Doug E. Fresh. What up, what up? It's DJ Emmy for that Breakfast Club. What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Tompox. Hello there. This is Kim Burrell. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Cardi Cortez. Well, hello there. I am Ja'Kalen Carr. Good afternoon. It's Jess with a mess. Hey, everyone. This is Faith Jesse. My name is Kid from Kid and Play. Peace to the planet. Charlemagne the God here. What's up, y'all? Las Vegas. It's said entertainer. I want you to download and tune into the greatest gospel station in the Las Vegas area. It's the number one gospel station. Number one gospel station. Number one gospel radio. Check it out. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go download Anointed Radio app. From either the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. For 24-7 gospel. Make sure to check out their website at anointedradionetwork.com. Music for the soul, music for your spirit, music to lift your heart. That soul food for your body, that energy for your spirit. Gospel in the morning, gospel for lunch, gospel at dinner, and then you go to sleep. You know what? Guess what? You dreaming about some gospel. Sometimes these are the songs that really uplift us and uh, get us through some of the tough times. Salute Pastor J. Calhoun and Anointed Radio. Know your boy wouldn't steer you around. Go listen right now. You feel me? Check them out without no doubt because gospel is what it's all about. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, we're going to start off in normal fashion. In normal fashion is this. We're going to start off with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture is coming out of John 3 and 17. And it said, for God did not send his son into the world to to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. God is giving you another chance and that's through jesus salvation is 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 right there for you it's not too far you're not too far gone a lot of people feel like they've done too much that you know how can the god accept me but but god sent jesus for you to be saved so just think about those things thinking about no matter what you've been through no matter what happened no matter what you think your past is about Just know that God sent his only begotten son so that you can be saved. Amen. Amen. Dear Father God, we just thank you, God, for sending us and and, and giving us everything that you give us, God. God, we just ask you to be able to bless this interview. Let something be said that could set free, break chains, bring revelation, be, be able to bring insight give powerful testimony god we just ask you to enter the room tonight god let us be able to reach the unreachable teach the unteachable and even touch the person with the hardest heart to say what can i do to be saved god we ask you to enlarge anointed radios network to new audiences to new countries to new to new fans to new people that has listened so that they can see more about you God, we just thank you. We glorify you. God, bless every listener under the sound of my voice. Bless them to have breakthrough. Bless bless them to have peace and and joy. Bless them to have comfort, even in these holiday moments when they feel like they're alone. God, I ask you to send some reassurance their way, God. God, we just thank you. We glorify you. 
we give you all the glory and all the praise. And we said it all in Jesus precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jan. Like always, I got something to say. And what I got to say is this. You can follow me at Anointed Jalon on all social media platforms. You can see that on the screen. Anointed Jalon on all social media platforms. Make sure if you have not, do it right now. Download the Anointed Radio app. 24-hour gospel, all-day gospel. You could be able to listen to gospel at the car, gospel while you're asleep, gospel all day, every day, no interruptions right there in your car, right there at your job, right there in your house. Download the Anointed Radio app and make sure while you if you're share, if you're watching right now, make sure you share, like, subscribe. All my YouTube people, make sure you push that like button, subscribe, and make sure that you follow all the updates that we do here at Anointed Radio. All my Facebook people, make sure you share, like, subscribe, tag somebody, share some groups, all those good things, and make sure that you're in the building today. Amen. So we're gonna go ahead and bring up. My co-host today, we have a few in absence. We have uh, Prophetess Tish in absence. We have Brittany Marley in absence. And we have um, Boss Barbie in absence. But there's going to be some change in 2023 where some more things is going to be coming up. Um, the team is expanding. The team is growing. Uh, great things. More shows. More TV things. And if you did not know, we're on Roku. So all my people watching on Roku. Shout out to y'all for download the anointed rap, uh, anointed radio app on Roku. So, with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and bring up my co-host that's in attendance on this Christmas Eve, 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 Mr. Ben Johnson. <laughs> hey guys, how y'all doing? It's Mr. Benzel underscore Washington, 1993, repping for all the 90s babies. Uh, happy, happy uh, uh, holidays to everybody out there, uh, from my family to yours. Um, you can find me on all social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, all Benzel underscore Washington 1993. Also, uh, the the at the start of the show, I'm not sure if you were there, but at the start of the show, uh, we showed you a little bit of a graphic of letting hitting into the, the actual uh, radio. And we were actually, you know, showing you guys all types of celebrities and everything like that that was, you know, uh, uh, promoting us. I did that. So if you have anything that needs to be shot, anything that needs to be edited, I do that. So please hit me up. I have an email at bj88 at gmail.com. Please hit me up. You want your videos edited, produced. I do all of that. Also, 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 I do a podcast with my wife. And, and right now my wife is pregnant. So we, we're kind of on a hiatus right now. But it's called uh, Kiss the Kids Goodnight Podcast. Uh, me and my wife, Valerie, we talk about all types of marital things uh, uh in the bedroom outside the bedroom things for kids things for adults we talk about you know everything under the sun with regards to marriage so definitely uh check us out again it's kiss the kids good night podcast i like the dramatic stop kiss the kids good night and one thing um i want everybody to know is um it's about to be christmas y'all that's that, man, this year went by fast. If you do a highlight of this year, can you just say it just it went by really, really quick? I came in this year with three kids, leaving out this year with four kids. Man, hey, four I'm sorry, I'm starting the new year with three. With with I had two, now I'm gonna have three at the start of the new year. Man, I'm telling you, blessings on blessings, all kind of things happening. 2023 is about to be amazing. New music, new everything. And um, just keep staying tuned with Anointed Radio. Down And like I said, download the Anointed Radio app, the podcast, the, um, like my uncle said, fast like a NASCAR. <laughs> Facts. So um, one thing I want to have you guys do is follow us on social media. Like, I want to know what you guys, if you guys have guests, if you guys have people that you want to see on the show, um, we're going to go harder next year, more guests, more artists, more celebrities, more community people, more artists you never even heard that's here in Vegas. And speaking of artists that's here in Vegas, we have you. I know you guys read the title, but we're going to bring them in. We have the halls, y'all. Everybody welcome to halls. Hello. 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 How y'all doing? We're good. How are you? Doing good. So one thing I, I would say is where can everybody find you? 
You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on all digital outlets. We are there. Apple Music, we're there. Amen. So make sure you guys go follow Ronnie and Joyce Hall. They got some anointed music. And they're about to be touring and going all over the place, singing and 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 having revivals and all that. Oh, so go follow, go follow, go uh, check them out. Check out their their music, their their ministry, their projects that they have coming up. And um, what we're gonna do is in normal fashion, uh, we're gonna go ahead and um, I, I, I'm I'm so so Ben. What does that mean? Yes, sir. What does that mean? Bring so, uh, yes. So uh, me and me and you were talking last week and you had told me something that you wanted me to do. And I, I did my homework. So I was wondering oh, if you want do me your to homework. Do and you could have just said that. So going next, next before we go into the game. <laughs> you did your homework? <laughs> yes, you did I, your I, did, homework. I did a little oh. bit. So you bit. did your homework. So what is going on in gospel news, Mr. Benzel Washington? Well, friend of the show, uh, Zacardi Cortez. He was actually on the on the intro. He has he, he has hit number one on the gospel Billboard charts. That means uh, he has a song called "Should Have Been Good." Sorry, sorry, you've been good to me. It has hit number one on the gospel charts. So uh, definitely, if you haven't heard it yet, please uh, go download that. Uh, let's see that, and that's from his first radio single. Uh, it's a single hit. Also, uh, Generation Z's uh, fair, for, sorry, fair, <laughs> Generation Z's favorite gospel singer, as well as he dropped his third album, and it claim and it's uh, critically acclaimed now. So that's that's pretty cool uh, there as well. Uh, another some other things. Also, we have uh, Jokia scores uh, second, uh, number one. Uh, let him in. So this is our second number one. Uh, she's a Shout gospel out singer. Shout out to Jokia. She's been on the show. As definitely yes. a friend of mine, so shout out to her for a second number one Billboard chart, and she sung at the inauguration. Yes, definitely. And then, oh, somebody had something to say. I thought I heard somebody. Okay, and then also uh, Maverick City. If you guys know, you guys know who Maverick City is, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. So they came out with an album this year with Kirk Franklin. Now, as of today, it has hit its third week of number one. At the billboard. That means even though it came out months ago, hmm. months ago, now it's at number one and has been there for the last three weeks. So that's the top of the charts there. Uh, Marvin Sapp, um, he does have a new single called All In Your Hands and it reached number one as well on the gospel airplay charts as well. Uh, we have a few few more things I want to go in. Uh, we have uh, the uh, there's a new show coming up. It's called the BJ Murphy Show. Uh, it's going over all types of gospel music as well. Uh, same thing like us here. You know, we're we're pushing gospel. So gospel around the city. Uh, definitely tune into him. Uh, some other gospel news that I'm I'm currently seeing. Uh, I see a lot more songs. Uh, uh, Make me better by Frank um, McGee. Covers by uh, Krishan Moore. Also love, peace, and happiness as well. There's a rendition of love, peace, and happiness. You guys remember? Guys remember love, peace, and happiness? Uh-huh. Yeah, so there, there's a rendition, and that is sung by uh, Maurice Griffin. So if you guys know Maurice Griffin, he has a beautiful song, uh, Love, Peace, and Happiness. I feel like during the Christmas season, we need a lot more love, peace, and happiness. So, you know, definitely uh, tune into that. Um, you know, Shout-outs to my friend Maurice Griffin out of L.A. Yes, shout-out to him, first and foremost, as well. Uh, and lastly, in the news, you know, uh, we want to celebrate all the fallen soldiers this year uh, in gospel. Um, I'm not going to go over every everybody, but we all know who they are. Uh, definitely keep them and keep their families in their prayers. It seems like 2022 going into 2023. It's been kind of a trying year, just not even for gospel, but pop culture in general. So definitely keep them all in your all in mind as well. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for the news right now. A lot of songs have hit. Uh, the pop charts, uh, you know, we're not a, a gossipy podcast, but we want to celebrate people. And that's what I want to do with that that segment. So we're just celebrating people today. Amen. All, Amen. Congratulations to all the num number one people um, getting number one. Y'all number one on the billboards chart. That is a great accomplishment. And Amen. it shows the, the great work that you put behind your project. So 
we're going to go ahead and go in and play a little Bible trivia. Okay. And with this Bible trivia, it's not mm-hmm. hard. I don't believe so. But we're going to go and try it anyway. Amen. <laughs> so the first question is, what ruler ordered John the Baptist to be beheaded? What ruler? Wow. That's a hard one. You said it wasn't going to be hard. Yeah, right? (laughs) That's a hard one. Okay. Y'all give up? I don't want to say it's Herod. Was it Herod? Good job. See, you doubted yourself. Matthews 14, 1 through 12. It was Herod. Good job. Next one. How long did it rain at the time of the great flood? 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days, yep. 40 days and 40 nights. Amen. All right. What is the longest chapter in the Bible? For Psalms. Psalms what? Oh, the longest chapter. Oh. Oh. Uh, wow. Uh, is it 91? Psalms 91? No? You're close, though. Psalms 101. You, y'all on the right. It's in the hundreds. Oh. oh. Ooh, because there's, there's a lot of long chapters in Psalms. Um, 110? No. Y'all give it 119. 119. Psalms 119. All right. The children of Israel were slaves in what country before Moses delivered them? Egypt. Egypt. Amen. That is correct. What two books in the Bible are named for women? Esther and Ruth. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Judas portrayed uh, betrayed Christ for how many pieces of silver? Thirty pieces. There you go. It looks like yeah. you're you're cheating though, and it looks like like you're going over there looking at Google. <laughs> no, you're looking at Google. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, so name Adam's two oldest sons. Adam's two oldest sons. Oh, I don't know that one. Ooh, that's a good one. Name Adam's two oldest sons. That ain't right. Why? Well, I think one of them named Abraham, but I'm not. I'm not totally sure. Is it? <laughs> Look how is it? What is one of them Abraham? <laughs> Is it right? <laughs> Name Adam's two oldest sons. Uh, I give up. I give up. Yeah, Cain and Abel. Genesis right. 4, 1 and 2. Oh, wow. Okay. Did you say Cain and Abel? Yep, sure did. Oh, okay. Who was Rebecca's favorite son? Joseph. Joseph, I was going to say. Is that right, Joseph? Oh, it's not right. Oh, John? Oh, I don't know. Ben? Benjamin? No. Oh. Thought I thought my name out there. Jacob. Genesis 25 and 28. Jacob. Okay. All right. Next one is who built the first temple of Jerusalem? Who built the first temple? Oh, oh, I know this. I was just, oh my goodness. Moses? First person to build the who oh, built the first temple at Jerusalem? Oh my goodness, I was just reading this. Oh my goodness, I feel bad. Y'all give yeah. up? Yeah, Solomon. Oh. Solomon. Oh, I know that. Oh, okay, next one. We got we got a few more. Um, next one is um. Who lost his strength when his hair was cut? Uh, the giant. What's his name? The giant. Giant? Who lost uh, his strength when oh, his hair Samson. was cut? Samson. Samson. There you go. All right. Samson. Samson. <laughs> All right. And then who is Moses' brother? Oh. Who's Moses' brother? Hey, man. Did you say Abraham? Oh. Y'all ready? 
Y'all give up? Yeah. Isn't it Joshua? No, not Joshua. Y'all ready? Y'all give up? Yeah. Uh-huh. Aaron. Aaron, right. We were off. And that concludes (laughs) Bible (laughs) trivia. (laughs) It's so crazy being on the other end of that game because I'll be over there shaking like, uh, uh. We gotta have some music to this segment. Like that, I feel like that would like. Just, I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna get up. some music for the segment, like some do do do. Right, right, like, right. or something. Yep. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into the interview, and we're gonna start learning about you guys as a ministry. So first, what started? Out, no, before we go into that, where is your, uh, where is your hometown, and where do you guys reside now? We are in Las Vegas. Our hometown is Las Vegas. I was born and raised here in Las Vegas. Arkansas. Okay. Arkansas. So what started your guys' ministry in music? You want to tell? Um, <laughs> we started in the background for years. And... Um, we went to just uh, one one church called Life Changes, and the pastor and first lady always encouraged us. He said, "Y'all have voices that people needs to hear, and by you being in the background, they won't hear you. They won't hear you. <laughs> so you need to come out of that closet and do what you have to do. And from then on, we." Well, my wife started to um, put a little music together and stuff like that. But it really came from our sister. She was going through cancerous uh, illness, bone marrow. Bone marrow cancer. And all of that was taking place and the curse and the curse that she had just uh, took us away, took, you know, took us by storm because we didn't know really what was going on. She was, uh, I guess, losing weight and and stuff like that. It was just so much stuff that was going and, and my wife was there with her and just watching her go through those tests, tests and trials. But Behold, my sister kept the faith because she's a faith believer. Mm-hmm. And she kept the faith. You're okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we went through a long time with her, like months. Um, they first told her that she had neuropathy. Um, and so, long story short, when we, one day we were in the living room and she was so weak. And I was just, I just need you to sing. I still have that recording. I will never erase it. And I told her to sing with me. And she was like, what you want me to sing? And so the song I wrote was, I believe God. He can do the impossible. He can heal. He can deliver. He can set free. So that is our song that we have out so far. We have our other songs that's out on digital outlet as well. But the song that we really um have been encouraged by is I believe God and it all came from my sister. So she went from a walker to um from a walker to a wheelchair and then now she from a from a walker to a cane and now she's walking on her own, driving on her own, can feed herself, can cook for herself. At one time she couldn't do none of that. And so we went days upon days and months upon months seeing her in pain and all of that. So that's how that song came about. I believe God. Amen. So with seeing your song come into fruition, because it was like you guys manifested, I believe God and seeing that, what was one thing that you can say um, from your music that you've start seeing manifesting over your own life, because even though you you was you you sung that song and you was, it was for your sister, what was something that you said you could take away from your song in your own personal life that really helped you to really believe in God and will really believe God for Him to 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 do what you ask Him to do? So, I, for me, I can just speak for myself, but for me, um, 
I just believe God can do anything that I ask him for, or even if, even if I'm not even deserving of it. He's like, I can do whatever you need me to do, you know, but you have to follow Christ as I, as I lead you to do what I need you to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for as my life, I, my husband is sick as well. My husband has diabetes. So I just have to trust and believe God that God is going to heal him, deliver him and put, you know, put him back to normal, put, you know, make him go back to where he, where we first was, you know, but and still, he's still, God is just a miracle working. I just, awesome. every everything, I just believe anything that I need and anything that I can ask him for, He he's able to provide it in my life, you know, or in our life, I can say, because I'm, I'm trusting and believing God to heal my husband, my husband um, with, with his diabetes. I mean, I know it can be controlled, but I also know that God can take it away. Amen. So with your music, what's one thing that you want people to take away from your song? Any of your songs you could pick, I believe, or any of the songs that you've you've had. What is the main thing that you want people to take away from your music? Um, I don't know. Did you want to say? So for me, my the favorite song that I like is the the one song that I like is um, Rest. I like that song because <clears throat> sometimes we just have to rest, you know, rest naturally, spiritually, and just rest in Jesus and depend on him to do everything. So I just want, I just want all of the songs that we've, that I've written to reach the masses. I'm not there for a competition. I'm not there for fame and fortune. I mean, if it comes, thank God, hallelujah, I wanted to reach somebody i want my songs to minister to somebody you know let it be a lifestyle as to what you know when my songs the songs i want the words to minister to somebody that's what i want out of it what do you uh what do you like more uh writing or performing it or or seeing somebody performing it in that that regard what, what's the and then also what's the process in writing and how do you start and and how do you get into uh, the words that you say you wanted to say. So, um, what's for me? I would love to see somebody else perform uh, or sing my songs. I would love for that to happen. I'll um, sing. Huh? I'll sing. He said he'll sing. But um, right. to be honest with you, um, <laughs> we went to Indianapolis and Renee Crutchfield Patterson. I don't know if you know her from Ricky Dillard. She was she sung our song and and. I, I just want her to go go with it. I mean, she's welcome to record it. I already told her, you're welcome to record it. If you want to record it on your end, go for it. So I just wanted to reach somebody, you know. Um, and I think I would love, I like, to, I like to sing too, but I want somebody else to sing. And I want it to reach somebody else's heart and soul. So. Right. And then also like for the uh, for the, the writing process, you know, how does it how do you get inspired and then put the inspiration on paper and kind of letting it flow? How do you what's what's the process with that? I'll answer that. Um, okay. What she does, she sits in the bed all parts of the night. Well, one o'clock in the three o'clock in the morning while I'm asleep, but I can hear her just doing tuning or saying a little few verses and stuff like that. But she stays up all parts of the night just trying to get some kind of melody that she wants uh, done. And then she'll, she'll uh, ask me about it the, the, the following day or whatever. Can you listen to, you know, this little skill or whatever? You know, it sounds good. I say stay up all night trying to you know, get it together. <laughs> You know, but that's what she does. She does that constantly every day. Nice. Yep. So I'm reading. I'm reading you guys' bio, and in your bio, you guys have shared a, a, a lot of stages from John P. Key, Leandria, Ricky Dillard, uh, Dorinda Clark Cole. Um, what some things have you learned from those experiences and singing on those same stages? It's, it's a blessing and an honor 
foremost to just be a background singer for those those artists. It, we, because for me, I just watch it and observe uh, what's transpiring because it, it it don't hit me until afterwards, you know. But in the present moment, I, I, I'm just overwhelmed. Uh, with stuff when I see us doing that, you know, it's giving us some kind of uh, reassurance that, you know, all things are possible. We just hang in there and do what we have to do or, or be inspired to do from other artists. Um, it's, just, it's just an honor and a privilege, you know, to, to, to do that. So what is one of the main things that, um, going from doing a lot of background vocals. Now you guys are in the forefront. What's some of the main crucial things that you've learned that you've had to um, really adopt now that you guys are in the front and instead of being in the background? Nervousness. Yep. Not being nervous and just remembering the words. Cause you can remember all your words in the background, but when you up front, sometimes the words be lost. You be like, okay, I know this part, you know? And with us, our age, I know them for me. You know, I'd be like, sometimes I do forget the words. And so even when we went in the studio a couple of times, <laughs> we had to have the words written down so we wouldn't forget them. But yeah, just that part, being nervous, trying to remember the songs. Um, because when you're in the background, like I said, you got other people that's helping you. But when you're in the front, you got to be on point to do, you know, to deliver the message. But for me, after I get words out, it seemed like a calmness come over me. And, 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 and I just let go and let God have his way, wherever, however it comes out or whatever. I just know that he's in the presence when I'm doing because I, I take it very seriously when I when we do perform and we just do what we have to do and let God have his way I I, I definitely have to ask this question because it's so dope to see couples in ministry together you know you yes. see that yeah a lot so I have to ask this question um so when when you guys do ministry, what's one thing that you guys always do to kind of ground each other in in music ministry? Because you know when you when you're up there, usually as a performer and you're up singing, you you're there by yourself. But you guys are together, and you know, and you're a husband and wife, so y'all know each other. So what's some of the things that you would say um, attributes from you guys' marriage that comes into your music? That's a good one, Jay. That's a good one. Um, I can tell you uh, for me, when my wife always wanted me to sing to her each time. Can you sing me a note or, uh, or something? But it's just like when we once we get on that stage, we look at each other, we smile at each other, and we feel the warmness of our compassion for each other. And it just makes it smoother and easier to know that we are singing together as one. Mm -hmm. And you know what, uh, Pastor Jay, that's a good question. I like that question because you don't see too many couples in the gospel industry singing together. So we've been married for 22 years. So like my husband said, we started in the background. We've always been, we were born, you know, like they say, we're born and raised in the church of God in Christ. So we know, you know, what, you know, as far as being a couple, but you don't see that now. And so us together, when we on the stage, I think, you know, I feel like he's up there with me and we up there together. We had each other back. That's one thing I think about when we up there singing. You know, I got you. I'll be saying, baby, saying, even when we do praise and worship, I'll be like, saying, saying, baby. I don't say Ronnie. I say, saying, baby. <laughs> that's, but yeah, that's, that's awesome. That That's really yeah. awesome. Cause man, uh, when you get up, I know it, it, it's, 
is probably the same for everything from praise dance to preaching to singing. When you get up there at first, you mm-hmm. know, you really feel like that those first jitters and people probably like, man, you sing all the time. You preach all the time. You dance all the time. Why are you nervous? But yep. if you really have a reverence for God and you want to make sure that you offer him the best of you at that moment, you're going to be nervous. You're going to want to yep. make sure that everything is on point because you know, what you're doing is not for you. If it was for you, you would be like, I don't care. I'm cool. I'd jump on there and say, Mary had a little lamb and, and, and get off the stage. But when you're offering up something to God, you know, it, it really gets you. And then to be able to see somebody, because I focus on my family when I sing and pr- when I was singing in praise worship, I would just focus on them and just look at them. And then I would see like my kids not paying attention. And then my wife looking at me like, you better not mess up that note. And then I'll be like, and then make me chuckle a little bit. And then I go back in the ministry. I do it even when I preach, you know, I, I choose a vocal point. And I think that was something that's powerful that you guys said, you guys, when you need that strength, when you need that comfortability and, and, and you're right about before you're about to minister, you guys look at each other and you guys have each other. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, that's amazing. So I would ask this because you've been married for 22 years. What advice would you give to other married couples? The first thing I would say is trust each other. And sometimes it's hard. People, I, I would say people, some people think it's hard to trust each other. But what is marriage without trust? You trust in everything else. You trust in God. You trust in you trust that your kids gonna do right when they go to school. You trust in uh, when you sit down in that chair that that chair gonna hold you up. Why can't you trust each other? So I would say the main thing is to trust each other, communicate, and love on each other at all times, no matter what comes, what goes. Sickness, health. When you're healthy, you sick. Still love on each other. You're going to have obstacles in your life you're going to have uh times where you're going to be down you're going to have times where when we don't feel like being bothered but it's where you come together as one mm-hmm. if she feel that 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 she needs to be you know uh, by herself or whatever give her that space and then then come back and talk about it but if you can communicate together as one you can make it you have to have that communication if you don't have no communication with each other it's not going to work not at all it's not going to work so with us being 22 years it's been good we haven't had any fights or anything like disagreements none of that we just Go with day by day, love on each other. Well, I like I'm like the funny person. I like to make her laugh and stuff like that. Always. That that helps me a lot when I can make her laugh and, and stuff like that. I don't I don't think we have a dull moment each night no. because I'm doing something crazy or, or, or something. But when you have that that communication, by God, it, it, it's it's amazing. And then you have put God first mm-hmm. in your life, and everything will be just fine yep you got to do that yeah um uh a counselor counselor once told me and my wife uh because we went to counseling and she um with the marital counseling they were they were telling us that uh three things well four well the the third thing they were saying was was uh once was first money uh Mm -hmm. having have an understanding that you know you guys are in a partnership you know together um yep. that that money as, as much as everybody wants to downplay it money is a big factor um in, in relationships it Definitely. sure is the, yes a big time and then also you said uh communication and just just to your point communication is key i mean even i'm i'm about to be with my wife for about five years uh in april five years in april and i feel like even to now you know it's only been five years but i feel like we're constantly working on communication uh, constantly working on money, and then the third thing they said was um, love, was mm-hmm. affection, and 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 they said that the sometimes 
depending on what your I guess your love language is, you know, affection could be in, to in one thing, it could be in another thing. But they said as long as those three things are straight with your partner, you have that communication. Uh, you have you have you have the money down pack. You know where it's going. You know where it's coming. You guys are one accord with that, and also that affection. You know that kind of keeps it keeps keeps it spicy. Keeps it keeps it loving. There. I, my question for you guys is somebody who's you know been together for for twenty two years, married. Uh, that is. For somebody who's five years married, that is, how does how does the balance of of loving somebody, communication, and money all kind of coexist? And also, how do as a as a as a experienced couple that when things might not might be get a little rocky here, that you kind of pull it back and you kind of have that open line of communication together? So being old fashioned. <laughs> And so, I say, okay. being old fashioned, uh -huh. even though, what, what, what's your, what's your age? Eight, uh, 20 some years. How old are you uh, guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 29. Oh, see. Okay. okay. 29. I say from being that, being young, when we are in our twenties, for me, when, we, when I was in my twenties, I never thought I'll, I'll be, uh, uh, married. Because I wasn't, I wasn't there at that time, at that moment, and time in my life. I was still out in the, in in the world. I was still, you know, doing what youngsters do. But after a while, I got to looking at reality mm -hmm. of myself and saying, "This is not what I want." Because, like I said, we was in church mostly all of our life, and. Uh, my uncle was was a bishop. My my dad was was a pastor. My brother is a pastor. Mostly all of my family members are in church, Church of God in Christ. So we might stray away from the, but church. From the church. But when you get older yeah. in life, it's going it's going to change. Mm -hmm. Your your thinking is going to change. Your functioning of going out each night, getting how they say. Uh, Toasted. toasted or whatever it is <laughs> it'll start to change for you and um then it comes reality when i have to do something else with my life i have to put something you know else but when you have like you say when you have a little girlfriend or whatever if it's meant for y'all to to be together it's going to happen if it's not you're going to stray away but when you're young some thoughts go through your mind and stuff like that because you're young. Mm -hmm. But as you grow older with each other, you'll see the change in the difference that is going to come in your life. You're going to seem that you start loving them much more than what you have been doing yep. as you get older in life. Because your mentality say, well, I'm going to be with this person all my life. It's to death do us part. Not no divorce. Mm -hmm. Death do us part. That was another question I was going to ask you about divorce. And I was mm -hmm. going to say, why, in, in your opinion, why do you think divorce rates are so high? Because they're not ready. Because they wasn't ready at first. They needed something to stay with them mm -hmm. for that moment. Yeah. But they just wasn't ready at the time mm -hmm. right. and i and like you said i believe in maturity if you're not mature enough to understand okay i'm married now i gotta get myself together it's time out for my partying it's time out for this time out for that and a lot of times when you have other people in your marriage running running their mouth you're going to tell them what what's going on and you just can't it don't work you can't have other people in your marriage and you trying to function at the same because I trust and believe. As soon as you tell me, somebody, they're going to tell that other person and all your business going to be out in the street. So one thing, one thing that we've learned and I, I, that's always been in my, in our life, even before when we was dating, you know, it ain't nobody business what's going on in our house. And that's one thing black couples and all couples need to know. Keep people out your business. I don't care who it is, your mama, your daddy. They're, they're not married to your spouse. It's you that is married to your spouse. So they shouldn't be in all up in your Kool-Aid. So I think that's a lot of that 
divorcing has a lot to do with maturity. You just, they're not ready. Just not ready. Yep. Awesome. That was, that was, that was deep. That was deeper right. than I, I, I thought that was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, one thing I would definitely say, um, because one thing that I've seen in a lot of, we're still talking about couples, is working together on a project mm. it, as a couple sometimes seems difficult, especially yep. when um, the vision isn't shared or the vision it can't be seen at, as a collective, you know. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things that you guys do to be able to um, focus on the vision of your guys' ministry together? We tell each other, like the other day, Ronnie called me and he said, I want to do this, 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 this. Oh, okay. The whole time he was telling me, I was writing it down because I got it. I get it. That's what you want to do. I'm with you, whatever you want to do. But this is what he said, Pastor Jay. You only doing two stars. <laughs> You're doing two stars and I'm doing, what'd you say, four or three? But you know what? That didn't bother me. Because I, you know, I can be in the background. I don't have no problem with that. I can help in the background. No, but hold on. So that's one thing. That's one thing you have to realize when you're doing it together. You know, you have to realize that I'm not mad at what you want to do. I'm happy for you. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. So that's one thing that I say. We got to do it together. Write the vision. Make it plain. We put it down. We write it down. And we tell each other what we're going to do. Bam. There you go. That's it. Right. <laughs> what you gonna say? <laughs> okay. Amen. So, what's, <laughs> what's some of your um, upcoming projects that you guys have coming out in the near future? So we have um, we have an EP that's it should be it's coming out. He said he'll have it finished by January. Okay, and on that EP, it has I believe God. <laughs> Jay, what's wrong, Pastor Jay? <laughs> I love has, that side comment. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> Hopefully, we're going to pray and touch and agree. Everybody yes. turn to the right-hand side. Yes. Tell your neighbor, January is January. when the album hopefully come out in, in Jesus' name yes. if they don't delay no more. Yes. Yeah. So, uh -huh. on that one... <laughs> <laughs> so on, on that CD is uh, Prelude Praise We enter your presence with thanksgiving in our hearts That's one of them And then uh, Jesus is real um, And then the other one is rest Rest in Jesus Rest in Jesus Rest in Him So we got that one coming out Those are the <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yes. And, and do you guys have any upcoming concerts or any upcoming performance dates that's coming up soon? We'll be in Indianapolis on the 11th of January, and we'll be in Chicago in March. In March. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Shout out Chicago. Whoop, whoop. Here you go, our <laughs> Or want to be Chicago person. <laughs> and and Pastor Jay, we're we're um we are working on another concert that's coming up. The the vision that Ronnie has. He has, you know, I don't know if you guys know he's uh Bishop Hall, Bishop Caruth Hall. He's a hall, he's part of that big hall family. David Blakely. David Blakely mm -hmm. and all of them. Yeah. So that's where, you know, that's his those are his cousins. Okay. We got some stuff up. coming up. And then what would be um and I, I swear I won't take y'all too long. I know it's getting late. So what would be um your advice to a independent artist? What would be your advice from all the things you've learned and all the things you've been through? What would be your advice? And this is for both y'all <laughs> to answer. Um to an independent artist that is trying to make it in this industry? Sometimes you're going to feel like it just is not working at the moment. Mm -hmm. But you got to hang in there. Mm 
and ask God to just help that situation out, whatever you're trying to do, put him first in everything that you do. Once you put him first, it'll pan out. You'll see the fruition come to light, and then you'll get a better outlook on reality. Stuff is not going to come just like that overnight. overnight. It takes time, your willingness to hang in there and do what you got to, to, to do to make it successful. But you got to keep God in there first because if you don't, it is, I don't think it's going to, to work. Mm -hmm. But as long as you keep him there, all things are possible. He'll be there with you. Amen. We'll see you through. Well, Amen. for me, for me, you need to know your stuff yourself. Know what you got to do. Get an understanding of everything that you have to do in order for your stuff to be successful. You know, we know, like he said, put God first, but you have to know what you're doing. You know, you have to know all the places you need to contact, all the people you need to contact, all the websites you need to do whatever all the stuff you need to do as far as an independent artist you know um and I, I that's what i would say just know your stuff know what you're doing and if you don't know ask somebody if you don't know ask somebody because <laughs> yep. if you don't know you could just ask and and yeah. they will be able to tell you, especially because yeah. I think one thing you said is important is as an independent artist, independent artists do not have a machine behind them that does all the work for them. So they have to do all the work. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that independent artists have to think about. You know, a lot of people are sending out a lot of uncopywritten, unregistered music out there. Yeah. And and wondering why they haven't got paid well it wasn't registered on the different sites i mean there's so many things if you just research and i'll drop this gym out there for independent artists go ahead and check out musicfiber.com that is a directory that could tell you everything as an independent artist what you should be doing and you, if you don't know it's because you you know you didn't want to know because we have google and with google i'm telling you um you can find out whatever you need to find out if you have the question oh that was crazy hey man let him let him let him use you wherever that oh i know where that's at amen so um one thing i'll definitely say independent artists is research 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 that's and it jump off what miss joy said of her um knowing what you need to know because research will help you go a long way and i think you have to have a, a little spare change too oh not just a little it ain't even change it's a few dollars. you gotta drop a few dollars out there because man if you ain't got no one thing we just had uh brian hooks said a perfect thing um when we interviewed him he was actually in the intro if you saw brian, mr brian hooks from money talk soul plane and all that he said when he did his first movie he had to drop three thousand dollars of his own money to do his first movie and that was called fat beach and that was back in the 90s and three thousand dollars back in the 90s wasn't no chump change not at mm -hmm. all yeah so he had to and that was of his own money to be able to, to put up with someone to match it. People are not going to take you serious if you don't invest in yourself. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. so, so right. right. How can you ask somebody to put thousands in you, but you've never put a dollar a in dollar. you? Yep, that's right. Doesn't make I sense. Yep. Gotta have so, some money. <laughs> you got to. Well, with that being said, my favorite phrase, I'm, I'm going to trademark that with that being said. <laughs> you know with that being said. Um, <laughs> I want to first of all just say thank you guys for coming on. Thank you. And I can't wait to see the future projects that you guys do because I know that is definitely going to be a, a blessed one. Your time is is coming. You guys yes. have been in the background for a while and now God is moving you up front to be able to tell your testimony and to be able to sing your song. Amen. So I definitely 
see blessings on blessings coming your way. I can't wait to see your projects come out. And, and we're going to speak in Jesus' name. We're going to make sure that this EP come out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> without, without waiting super duper long and um y'all family anyway y'all here in las vegas i'm telling you everybody out there las vegas got singers you know everybody want to come here obviously we got singers because every time there's an award show here they come and grab us but they ain't never right. talking about us but the background you know, right you know sing in the background i'm just gonna let you know out there work to the world las vegas has a great christian um christian community here with singers dancers preachers and even though we never and and this is typically happened we never get any gospel concerts here it's crazy it's really crazy to me we have a great community that supports gospel music that supports christian hip-hop that supports God is on fire for God, even though they call us Sin City, we're really Saint City because there's a lot of saints. There's over 300 some churches here in the valley. And I want everybody to know that there's great singers here in the Las Vegas Valley. We ain't got to always go out. Let's start using our own people. And if you haven't heard about it, go ahead and check out uh, Jen Las Vegas. I think that was an intro to that. Jen Las Vegas. Jen Las Vegas is is an initiative. It's um, under from Bishop Wells, where he started um, Gospel Industry Network. Where here in Las Vegas, in our chapter, we are trying to come together as a unit to be able to hi- highlight each other and to be able to uplift each other and push each other. It's been competing for years in Vegas. Let's, let's, let's speak plain. And we still ain't got nowhere as a city. It's time to push each other forward, support each other, get out there so that we can start and say, ooh, we got another one on the billboard charts. Ooh, we have another one that's getting an award. Ooh, we got another one in our city. Mm -hmm. I speak that into manifestation and I declare the decree that Vegas will start having representation in concerts, representation at awards, representation in those billboard charts. So when the big rooms speak, they'd be like, ooh, have y'all... Have y'all considered Vegas? All right, right. And not just to come and turn up and use our hotels and casinos. I'm have you considered my serving Vegas? Exactly. <laughs> have y'all yeah. have actually came and considered some people out here in Las Vegas that can, is anointed and blessed and have the gift? And I am excited. 2023 is going to be great. I'm I'm juiced, hyped up. And I really appreciate y'all for coming on and sharing y'all story with us. And if you didn't know, y'all could go listen to that music on the Anointed Radio app because it's already playing. It's been playing. I don't know if you listen to it because guess what? You got to actually listen to hear the songs. Amen. So that music is on there. So definitely go check them. Check out the Anointed Radio app. Listen to their music. Check out their music on YouTube, Facebook, all streaming platforms. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and do our outros and uh, say something. Um, give some last words to everybody. What would you, what would you, we're going to start with Ben because I feel like Ben always want to challenge somebody, but I challenge you <laughs> to go do something nice and be a Christian for real. Y'all better apply what you heard at church on Sunday after all that. Hold on, Ben. I, I have to say this. This is funny. I saw this on Facebook. This is go ahead, go ahead. All the singing, all the all the dancing, and all that. Did you change? Did you change? Oh, oh that's, that's a good one. There it is. That was deep to me. That, that was. To that was in there. Pastor Kathy Lafleur that put that on her Facebook because I was like, "You better preach on Facebook." Exactly. Go ahead, Ben. Oh, man. Uh, Christmas is on Sunday, right? Uh, I know a lot of church services are running. Some of them are not. Um, But uh, understand that even though Christmas on Sunday, you know, you might have people that might be a little bit less fortunate than you. Um, So definitely please uh, remember them. Uh, 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 It's been a long year. 2020. It's crazy. It's been from 2020 to 2023. It seemed like it's just snapped and now we're three years past 2020. But, you know, definitely enjoy your family, spend time with your families, 
um, understanding that uh, that Jesus is the reason for the season. Don't let this commercialized Christmas get all up in your head. Jesus is the real reason for the season. I always remember that. And I challenge you. <laughs> I challenge you to go bless somebody, whether it be uh, a gift, whether it be with words, whether it be with kindness, acts of service. Just bless somebody this Christmas season, please. I challenge you. Amen. The halls, what do you guys would say? Well, I'm looking forward to, I have, uh, we have like, let me see. We have three kids that's, uh, that are on their way. They're on their way as here of Friday from uh, Jackson, Mississippi. So like I was telling my kids, I just want us all to be together. You know, um, like you said, we came from 2020 all the way up to 2022. And now we're going to be blessed to make it to 2023. And I'm just so glad that all of my family is still alive. Everybody is still doing well. Um, I thank God that we didn't lose anybody. So I'm just, I'm just praying that everybody that has lost a loved one, um, that you let this season treat you well. You know, um, one thing I can say is remember why, like you said, why we're celebrating Christmas, what, what happened, what made us, you know, like, it's not all about the gifts, like everybody think it is. And kids do the kids like, I want my gift, but it's not about the gift. It's about Christ. And so keep Jesus first in your life and he'll make it better for you. (laughs) That's what I got. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So, So I would just say like this, Stop going in debt for them kids. Right. Stop <laughs> going in debt for them kids. They, you gonna, I, I, I put money by June. You're going to take all the stuff you bought for Christmas to Goodwill. Oh. Just throw that out there. I'm going to just throw, I'm going to be real. You got to be real. I'm a, with people. I'm a victim. People, Sorry. I'm going to be fine. Y'all, y'all want to be financially free, but y'all, y'all want to be buying all these gifts that you can't afford on Christmas. You get one gift because it's the season of giving. Not getting, but giving. Giving, right. Giving. <laughs> somebody less fortunate than you, and you could be giving to them. Stop going in debt for these kids. I know people that be spending a bag on these kids, and then they about to be struggling in two more months. Two more, right. And, and, until tax season, right? <laughs> That's what I said. Two more months. That's about tax season. <laughs> so with that being said, on all seriousnessly, uh, people have lost so much, so many people since 2020 um, into, and they've had a lot of dark holidays. Yeah. And this is including one. There's a lot of people that are dealing with suicide on a daily, dealing with depression on the daily. And I, I want to challenge you. Let me do like Ben. I challenge you <laughs> to go check on somebody and don't miss out on your blessing. That's right. In 2023 by not forgiving that person in 2022. I want you to remember that in 2022, you it's almost done. God is like this. If you go ahead and forgive him right now, I'm telling you as soon as the countdown and say, Happy New Year, bam, blessings on blessings on blessings. Uh, you. Right. But you just have to submit yourself and say, you know what? I forget so I forgive so and so. I forgive blah blah blah. And let it go. Let Stop it go. being petty. Let it go. You're so hurt. And and I said this on, on a video earlier where I said simply, we all been hurt. We've okay. all been through trauma. We've all been through family problems. But the thing that makes everybody different is how they handle it. How they yeah. handle it, yep. Yes, sir. So in the end, yep. Stop being the victim. Be the victor. Amen. And live in victory and glory so that you can be able to live and enjoy the things God give you instead of being so in a box and with, with so much anguish and not being able to enjoy the things around you, including your family, because we are not promised to be here. That's right. So let it go. Gifts away. Enjoy your people while you got them because them gifts can't talk back. Them gifts don't give you no phone calls. These gifts is just gifts. They're material things. But once a person is gone, they gone. Mm -hmm. So if, if you are at all or at a, 
uh, ought with your brother or sister. Go out and fix that ought with your brother and sister before 2023. I challenge you on that because you will see a difference. You'll be freer. Man, there's some people out there that got all kind of stress problems and heart issues and this and that. That's because you ain't forgave. Let's be real. That's and right. you live in a personal torment and, and hell in your head because you are wondering, are they talking about me? They doing this, they doing that, and they so caught up and they ain't even thinking about you. You stressing at you all. out at all. Right. So I say let go. Learn that real reason. Let go and let, let go. God. Let go and let God. God will handle that situation, but you got to let go of it. Stop holding on to all these things that have no reason for you to be holding. Hold on to Jesus, unchanging hand, and watch that change. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I knew I knew it was coming. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. With that being said, um, <laughs> share, like, subscribe, follow us on the podcast platform. We're on all podcast platforms, iHeartRadio, Tidal, no, we're not on title. Oh, well, but we're on Roku. Um, we're on uh, Apple, Spotify. We're on all the podcast platforms. You can li- listen to all of our previous shows, including this show. So with that being said again, bye, y'all.